Okay, so Miskin. Um, now we we're going to talk to you again. Um, we're just talking about the the situ your situation. Your uh, but we're also talking about the situation of the Yazidis in Iraq. So the Daesh came, and the Kurds abandoned you, you basically in Sinjar and abandoned the people of Sinjar. Can you tell us a little bit about that and your your feelings? Um, in the night of the genocide, um, they took their guns away uh, away from them, um, so they they couldn't uh, protect themselves, you know, and um, they they were not allowed to leave Sinjar. This is a very important thing, and this is the reason why so many families, so many girls and women, were. Um, got in captivity and um, I don't say that every every Kurds are bad because so many Kurds in Dohuk or Sakho for example helped Yazidi people they gave them their house their food their drinks and um, really protected them but the most of the Kurds in Iraq they don't like Yazidi people just because of their religion um, the Yazidi people are used from from the whole world, I think, uh, from the Kurdish government to to get uh, their own state, from the whole world, from from USA, from Europe, from everywhere, they were using, and um, they have don't have their own rights, even from Yazidi Yazidi themselves, Yazidi themselves use Yazidi people, the poor Yazidi people there, and. Um, it's import very important to know that Yazidis don't have a life in, in Iraq, not in such areas, in Islamic areas, because of their religion, yes. So basically you're saying that people don't tolerate the Yazidi faith because it's not Muslim. Uh, and so you, uh, you have a difficult time whether it's in Kurdish Iraq or in in um, in in Sunni Iraq, you 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 find it difficult, um, and um, uh, so so the the situation for your people is that you hope that that what that the the uh, that you will be better treated in Iraq. I mean, that's what you're you're hoping for. That people will become more tolerant of the Yazidis. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so the so the and tell us a little bit about. I mean, obviously, and I'll just to touch on it because there are a lot of Yazidi women who are in a very difficult situation. I mean, there we've had this. Uh, question of Daesh, Daesh, ISIS, call them what you will. Uh, they were a, a, a group that uh, that came in and obviously massacred the men of Sinjar and, and, and were responsible for many atrocities, um, not only against the Yazidis, but against many, many other people in Iraq. So they were, um, they were a huge problem. And uh, the, um, and you feel let down by the the Kurds in Iraq, because they had uh, had committed to defending the Yazidi people, but nonetheless, um, 
Daesh are gone now, but the the Yazidis don't feel free to to live freely in Iraq. Is is what I understand you to be saying. Um, there are many. I mean, it's well known internationally that many Yazidi women were taken by Daesh, um, and uh, many of those women now have children. And many of them are in, in, in very difficult situations. That's that's right, isn't it? Yes. At first, the Daesh is uh, is not gone from from Sinjar. They are still there. Um, just a few weeks ago, they they killed um, two Yazidi men, and um, I think seven seven Daesh were killed. Um, yes, because of of the children of those women. Um, we, sorry, yes, sorry. Uh, we accept those children. Of course, not everyone, but the most of our people accept those children. The problem is that the the Iraqi and Kurdish government don't accept that these ch these children um, stay with their mother, mothers, because in a Islamic state, in a in or in a state with Islamic rules. Um, those children belong to their father. And these children are Muslims in their eyes, in their uh, face. Um, this is the reason why, why they separate these children from their mothers. And there are many, um, I mean, I, I never have quite understood the numbers. Do you, do you, are you aware? Uh, obviously, there are large numbers of women in, in this situation. I mean, I suppose there is no particular count. Um, are many of the Yazidis still in camps, or uh, are they all dispersed now back either to their homes and into the family? What is the situation of... Yazidis uh, who have come from areas like Sinjar, where are they now? Yes, the most of them lives in a camp, in tents, or in caravans. I think they call it caravans. Yes, um, they got they they got no help, not from NGOs, not from the Kurdish government, not from the Iraqi government. Um, every day, children, uh, kids are dying. Um, because of hungry, because of illness, um, their situation is very, very worse, and um, they got so much, so much money to to help the refugees there, but they they don't see anything. So, so basically, you're saying that the aid that comes in is going to other refugee families, uh, not to. Yazidi refugee families. Is that what you're, you're suggesting? No, not really. I think the, the aid is... Um, they took the aid for, for guns, for, for their own um, um, <laughs> goals. Yes. So you feel, you feel that people in the camps are not getting aid and support as they should. Uh, so, so the I mean these camps are obviously there are camps in in I presume in the Nineveh Plain there are camps in in Kurdish Iraq uh, there are camps every, I've seen some of the camps and uh, certainly the camps for uh, Daesh uh, women are, are rather like prison camps they're behind barbed wire 
um, and their children. But that's, well, you could argue that's understandable. It's a problem that the world has to deal with but uh, and hasn't done so. But the, um, the Yazidi... The Yazidis who are refugees could leave the camps, could they not, or not? No, how how they could leave the camps? Where should they go? Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to to leave the camps because you have to uh, to go illegal to another country, or um, not Iraq, not Kurdistan would accept them, mm -hmm. would give them the chance of a good life. Like 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 before the genocide. And just and just to be clear, uh, so that um, if they wanted to go back to their homes, their homes no longer exist, and without help they can't rebuild them. In other words, if if you have a, a Yazidi family um, from Sinjar, as a case in point, then there is the place is is destroyed. That's right, isn't you and. And the help is not there to rebuild and make homes for people to come back to. Would that be fair to say? Yes, that's right. Um, but more, so more important than the rebuilding of their homes is to help the refugees there in the camps. What what will I do with with a new house, with a new city, when when the people are dying? Uh, so many people are calling for for help for for rebuilding their home, but they don't talk about the, the people in the, in the camps, in the refugee camps. This is so much, humans are more important than, than anything else, than a, than a house, than a car, than a, I don't know what. And um, it really, it makes me very sad to see when, when people are asking for help to rebel, rebuild their homes, when we get, every day we get so many cases, so many, Sick children, little children, little babies are dying every day. This is the important thing. Children are dying in the camps even now, you're suggesting, right now. Okay, well, let me, um, this is, uh, is there anything, what would, just to conclude this uh, very poignant story, I mean, so what are you asking of the West, and what do you ask? You are presumably you're asking of the West to be more generous in terms of of taking uh, people for asylum, and presumably you are asking the um, both the the Kurdish regional government and the uh, and indeed the government of Iraq to be more generous in caring for uh, the Yazidis in the camps. And I mean, but what are you asking for? Let me. Put it in your own words, just to conclude this. Yes, I am asking for help. Um, I am asking for taking the refugees out from Iraq, really out from Iraq, because they have no future there. Um, even even if uh, if the Kurdish government or Iraqi government uh, get aid, they wouldn't help the refugees there. We have to take them out there, of the country. But you're talking a huge population. I mean, uh, and surely the best thing would be to to rebuild homes and rebuild uh, places like Sinjar for the Azidi people. That so that I mean, you you want to to strip Iraq of its Yazidi population. I mean, it's a large population, um, and 
whether I mean there must be some help in reconstructing towns because surely the West can't or is unlikely realistically to take all these people but but there is an opportunity and indeed the West has a duty I would argue to rebuild places like Sinjar uh, but but wouldn't you say so yes yes I agree with you with you of course um, I don't say that that you have to take all Yazidis from, from Sinsha and uh, forever, you know. We have to take them out of Iraq, help them to, to get a, a good education and everything, and rebuild their homes so they can... Uh, they can um, uh, so, so, no, so they can uh, go at home again, go to their home again, with a good education, with, with money, with with uh, help, healthy. I mean, um, what what will I do with with the house? How I said, when uh, when there are no people there, because every day people are dying there. Miskin, thank you, thank you very much for sharing that story with us. Bless your heart, and and God bless the Yazidi people. Thank you. <laughs>